Welcome to Seeds of Hope. Listen now to this encouraging and uplifting message of faith and trust in our Lord, shared by Father Mike Moore. If Jesus were here right now, walking down these steps, he could very well say the same words today. You are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. How affirming that is. What an affirmation. Do we really live like we believe we're the light of the world? I mean, as we're sitting here listening to the gospel, I suppose in our minds we'll say, yeah, I believe that. But do we really believe it? Because unless we live it out there, we don't really believe it. So, you know, when you go around during the day, you go to Panera's, or you go to Walgreens, Publix, go to the park, you're in school, work, home, and your family. Do we really live it there? What keeps us from doing it? What holds us back? You know, in my experience, I think the biggest thing is lack of self-esteem. We don't think we really are the light of the world. You know, when I was in high school, I was, I was so shy. I, I didn't talk to anybody except a couple closest friends. I didn't think anybody liked me. I didn't think I had anything to offer. I like to read this quote once in a while. You've heard it before, maybe years ago here. It's from Father Henry Nouwen. He's a Dutch priest passed away a few years ago, wrote a lot of books. People related to his books, I think, because he was so transparent. He was so vulnerable when he wrote. People could say, that's how I feel. He wrote a book called Life of the Beloved. And in it, he says this, and it's directly related to the point I'm sharing with you now. The world tells you many lies about who you are. And you simply have to be realistic enough to remind yourself of this. Every time you feel hurt, offended, or rejected, you have to dare to say to yourself, these feelings, strong as they may be, are not telling me the truth about myself. The truth, even though I cannot feel it right now, is that I I am a chosen child of God, precious in God's eyes, called the beloved from all eternity, and held safe in an everlasting embrace. I need to read that often. I think we all need to hear it, because that's the truth. You are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. But let me tell you something about salt and light. You don't go home at night to have a a dinner of salt. We don't eat a meal of salt. But we put the salt on the on the meat, the the chicken or in the in the casseroles to give it the flavor, to bring the flavors out. That's what salt does. It's about the flavor. And that's what Jesus is telling us. As you're as you're my followers, I want you to be the flavor of life in the world. People sometimes say, oh, Christianity, it's boring. There is nothing 
close to boring about Jesus' life. (laughs) All that he did and the joy that he brought, we were called to be the flavor, to be happy, to be joy-filled, to try to change the world. That's not boring. You know, when you go in a room, you put the light on, we don't look at the light. We look at all the things the light illuminates. That's what we're supposed to do. Like Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord. By how she said yes to Jesus, she brought light to everything around her. And what she did was God's Holy Spirit working through her. So this means a lot to Jesus. Because he says, right after he mentions the salt, and this is a Middle Eastern way of talking. They make the point strongly so you don't miss it. He says, right after he says you are the salt of the earth, What happens if salt loses its flavor? He said, it's good for nothing but to be thrown on the ground and trampled on. He wants them to know, this means a lot to me. I need you to be the flavor of life, the salt of the earth, the light of the world. So I want to tell you about one light. It happened this week. They were parishioners here for... Decades. I don't know if some of you, I'm sure, remember the Bow family, Karen and Emma, and their four kids. They moved up to Dade City uh, many years now. Their little granddaughter, Kathleen, their son, Leon's little daughter, she passed away about a week ago, six years old. When she was born, it was right at Women's Hospital, something was really wrong right away. In the first 20 hours of her life, she had a heart attack and a severe brain trauma. They couldn't figure out what was wrong. And then they found it, CPT2. It's a very, very rare condition where inside the cells, that enzyme is missing. The cell can't metabolize fatty acids, which we need to live and grow. Now, children who are born with this usually only live a few days or months. It's a miracle that Kathleen lives six years. But the dedication of the doctors there, oh my gosh, she was able to go home. It was going to take a ton of work. They had to have to feed her every three hours a very particular formula. She went in and out of the hospital many times a crisis over the years. The doctors told them probably never going to walk. And we don't think she's really going to be able to talk. But those two parents, Leon and Nora, they're amazing. They had an amazing team of doctors, therapists, teachers. On her third birthday, when she took her first step away from the walker, can you imagine, those of you who are parents, you know that first step you never forget, can you imagine these parents, Leon and Nora, when their daughter took her first step. And then she started talking. She uses little clipped phrases. So her father gave this amazing eulogy on Friday at the Mass up in Libertyville in Chicago. I watched it on stream. And he was sharing these little moments about her. Tell me if this isn't the light of the world. She would, before she could go to school in the morning, she had a special bus. She wouldn't leave the house until she went around to everybody in the house and she would say, 
Charlie Kiss, her brother. Caroline Kiss, Mommy Kiss, Daddy Kiss. She had to kiss everybody in the house before she left. She wouldn't leave otherwise. And Leanne said the last two months, before he was probably trying to put her to bed, the other two kids were having their reading time, you know, with the books. She would grab him by the hand, go into Charlie's room, and insist that they have a family hug. One more little incident, the six-year-old. She um, was in a music school. There was a girl there from Peru. Didn't speak much English. She was, you know, was really struggling. And she, her mom said she was worried about, was she going to have any friends? And she kept talking about this sweet little girl, Kathleen, who said hello to her every day, said goodbye, and made her feel special. You can imagine what this meant to that mother and father and to their family. Well, I want to show you a picture now. This was what happened when they got home. That's eight degrees in that scene there. Very cold out, huh? But look at the light shining there and those little bags separated by what, about 20 feet? Going right up to their house and then out into the whole neighborhood. Little bags of light all around. There's a little pink ribbon on the tree back there. Yeah, that's what it means to be the light of the world. And that's what Jesus wants all of us to be part of. We all are called to be like that. Let the light shine. He's counting on us. You are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with someone you know. God bless you. If you would like to subscribe to the Seeds of Hope Reflections, just search Seeds of Hope with Father Mike in your web browser or wherever podcasts are available.